Welcome to Composerscape, episode number 34. In this episode, I'm going to break down the top 10 superhero film scores of all time. Um, been meaning to do this for a while. Uh, I thought I would let a few more superhero movies come out just in case, you know, some of those might make the list, but uh, the list is uh, pretty up to date at this point now. Um, so I thought I would talk first real quick um one i've been reminded by scott several times that we do in fact have composers in the title um as such i figured it's a time to throw out some of our awesome opinions as to uh what we think is are the best scores actually mostly me uh i think scott might disagree with a few of these we'll see um but it was incredibly hard to compile i've been actually thinking about it for a couple months um but I think I got this down, and it's in the order that that, that was really the. It ended up being the best. These movies, these these top ten scores. If I were to give them a number rating, it would they would all be within a point of each other, almost almost all of them. Um, but you know, for me, what makes a good good film score is a little hard to quantify. But I, but I do have a few few things. Um, first off, most importantly, was it memorable? Did I did it leave an impression? You know, as much as the movie itself. Um, did the themes and the soundscapes stick with me? Um, and that that's a big deal because uh, as I think Hans Zimmer said this in his master class, you, you know you're creating this world, this this uh, this whole vibe so that when you when you hear the music, you you picture this world and it has to fit with that world. So that's important. Um, which brings me to the second point. Did it help create the world that the film exists in? or was it just background music, you know, fairly stereotypical, um, not necessarily bad just it didn't it didn't it did its job you know it, it mirrored the action on the screen but this one needs to create a whole world it needs to engross you it, it becomes you know inseparable from it the best example i can think of that is the the music for star wars uh the way he orchestrates that you can just tell it's a star wars score uh themes used through throughout fit everything it it fits that world um, and then the last little thing is I love leitmotif. Now, um, leitmotif being a theme associated with a character, a feeling, a place, um, all sorts of things. Uh, the, so that's, that's also really important. Um, I do tend to be a little biased towards uh, the composers I have, have grown up loving uh, John Williams, Hans Zimmer, and Danny Elfman in particular, uh, but I'm also really interested in, in new composers. But this list um, ends up following my biases just a little bit. So let's dive in with the number 10. Number 10 on the list. What's number 10? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange music by Michael Giacchino. Uh, it really hit home at the time I saw it and set itself apart from the other uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe scores uh, from the very start. This music was, um, it was different. All the other Marvel movies up to this point, their scores were, uh, you know, fairly, I mean, they weren't bad. I mean, you had the Avengers, um, actually, I believe you had two of the Avengers movies. Um, but I, I, I don't really think too much about the previous scores. I think I really liked the Captain America, the first Avengers score. But um, this one was when it's, it felt like their like, their, their universe of music was opening up. Uh, the best moment 
if you want to check this out, if you've never really sat down and listened to it, I'll, I'll give you a best moment for each of these. The best moment in this one was the, good luck saying this, the Sanctimonious Sanctum Sacking. Um, and it's a big set piece. It's I think it's about seven minutes long, and it brings in, covers all the themes. It's really good, uh, and it even has the big moment when he really does just become the Sorcerer Supreme, really. Um, not the role, but like he... In the fight, he comes rising up with the cape that has chosen him, and he is him now. Uh, so that that is is definitely the best moment for me. Um, and then let's move on. Coming in at number nine is Black Panther. Uh, pretty much for a lot of the same reasons, um, around the same time, even. Um, it's just all of a sudden these MCU scores start. They get their footing. They're they're unique. They're not just. It it felt different. It made the movie feel different. You still were in that universe, that Marvel universe, but now the characters were expanding. You had magic introduced in Doctor Strange, and Black Panther pretty much introduces this whole kingdom, and this whole culture. And the music is highly reflective. Of that it's by Ludwig Göransson. I'm sure I pronounced that terribly, but he uh, has been a, a long time. Um, worked with uh, the director for, for a long time in several movies, so they work well together, but he uh, integrates all this uh, African drumming and vocal parts, and it really helps you, brings you to Wakanda. Um, and the, the, the themes for uh, Killmonger and Black Panther are also really great. Um, that being said, the best moment on this, I think, is the first waterfall fight, the one he wins. Um, because that gives you all the themes, all the setup, you get to hear all the drumming, these vocals, um, all in one thing, you get introduced to the Jakari and all of that. So all that music is right there in a nice compact place and it's not the you know end credits music, which is, I could really list that for all of them and that's a good place to start if you want to you know, hear kind of the overture since they don't do opening credits a lot anymore. But yeah, this one right here uh, is, is another one that, that set aside set itself apart from the MCU. Uh, really great score. 2018, wow, that was so long ago, it seems now. Um, and you know, y'all are going to try and call me on this, and you won't be entirely wrong, I do tend to favor DC movies, or DC characters. I love the MCU, but when it comes to music, I believe DC has, has run the table. That being said, the next one on my list is my favorite MCU score so far, or at least this month. And coming in at number eight is Avengers Infinity War. Um, now, I could have picked Endgame for this, except for, I mean, they're, they're both the same. And honestly, to me, Infinity War is possibly the best MCU movie to date. Um... Spider-Man No Way Home is really good. It's a very much a crowd pleaser, but this one, they, they took a lot of chances. Uh, there's the big ending. Um, all of these characters, so many are being brought somewhat together for the first time. And Alan Silvestri comes back after uh, Danny Elfman completed the score in the second movie, Ultron. Uh, he comes back for this one bringing his Avengers theme in full force, also integrating the newer themes, Black Panther and Doctor Strange, seamlessly into this whole thing. Um, 
and then also having some of the most tragic music in in the MCU, uh, including um, what I consider the best moment musically. Musically is uh, at the end, you know, it's called the the track is called Porch, and it it starts off. You think there's going to be this big string thing, but then all of a sudden it's just a string quartet. So, you know, it starts off with the cello, and then the rest of the quartet comes in and and plays this this very somber theme for Thanos as he sits on the porch uh, with his banged up arm from just kind of relishing his victory and apparently planning on retiring there. Uh, but that theme is, it's this short little lovely string quartet. And I, I, to me, that is the best moment. All of it's great. Uh, I can even mention the, the moment when Cap first shows up um, with Wanda and Vision, Wanda Vision, uh, fighting the uh, uh, Thanos' goons. Um, so yeah, Infinity War, uh, best Marvel score, best Marvel movie so far still, I think. Uh, maybe. And coming in at the number seven spot is Spider-Man, the original music by Danny Elfman. Um, to me, this was uh, the perfect score for Spider-Man, uh, and it still is. I, uh, I've i loved all the, the recent scores, uh, especially the Michael Giacchino scores to the, the MCU Spider-Mans, but this one was the original. This one, it just still sticks with me. Um, it's, a, it's a tight score. The themes are wonderful. It maintains the more serious superhero uh, tone that had been set since uh, Batman and I believe even at this point the X-Men movies um, while still being light-hearted. Um, and the best moment from it is uh, for me the city montage. Uh, and it's it's after it's the scene after he's um, discovered his abilities where he's kind of like got it going. He knows what he's doing. He's going around saving people, stopping criminals. And it just really kind of pulls all the themes from before together. That's a that's a good that's a that's a big a big thing in um, the scores I tend to like. They have that moment where they, all the themes separately build, and then all of a sudden when they come together, it, it, if it hits, that that's just almost guaranteed instant classic in my book. So that is a number seven. Um, <clears throat> And moving on to the next spot, number six, is my brave one, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, this is also the newest one on the list, believe it or not. Um, some of the newer movies have come out, and but their scores just haven't quite made it in yet. Uh, sometimes they, they, they have to grow on me, but right now this one's pretty solidly at six. Now... I know a lot of uh, Zack Snyder aficionados uh, tend to have this at the top of their list. I don't know if that's just the newest or if they just really like Tom Holkenberg's uh, more hard rock kind of bent on things. Um, there's lots of guitars. Um, the stand together uh, rock version of that is, is, is throughout. But to me, the orchestral stuff is really great. Um, he whipped up a few, uh, some new themes. He, he uh, changed his mind over the years since the original Justice League, which he, he ended up not scoring. I think he used all those themes for the Mad Max movie. Uh, but he changed his mind on the Batman theme and made it this kind of this more hopeful theme. Uh, I think it also, he derived the main Justice League theme from that. 
Um, he made new themes for Cyborg, Flash, and Aquaman. Although I have to say, that is uh, my one kind of, I don't want to call it a disappointment, but I was a little bummed that they didn't integrate Rupert Gregson Williams' uh, Aquaman theme because that, I just think it's a really great theme and stylistically I think it would have fit in the score. Now, best moment, there are a lot. And musically, I um, tend to love the crew at War Power, but I mean, you really can't argue the best moment being the Oscars fan favorite moment, the At the Speed of Force. It's a great scene, too, um, with the flash and that neat little muted guitar riff and turning back the clock. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League falls or falls into the list at six, which makes you got to wonder what's coming up next. huh? Because I know my, my Snyder fans, I got a few of them out there. Um, probably expected this to be in the top three of course i know their top three it's always uh some variation of of this and batman v superman and man of steel but let's keep going at number five is speaking of rupert gregson rupert gregson williams i knew i wouldn't get that right every time this episode wonder woman um this score is exceptional i was blown away by the score and the movie when I first saw it uh, from the very beginning like the first time I almost immediately wanted to see it again and I definitely went home and and purchased the soundtrack uh, right off um, it really creates all of the world sonically well uh, all the way from ancient Themyscira to the trenches of the first world war um, the the themes are all great the drama heart-wrenching and then the way he integrates um, uh, Zimmer and Tom Holkenberg's uh, Wonder Woman theme, um, which I, I heard somewhere was an electric cello. Um, it's, it just it's perfect. And this one's another easy. Uh, the, these top movies, their best moment is generally very easy to pick. <laughs> uh, one of them was a little more complicated because it's an older one, but. In this one, it's it's got to be No Man's Land. Best movement in the movie as well. Um, I love whenever that theme comes on in my, my playlist. So next is number four. Number four on the list is Batman v Superman. Oh, wow. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, not in the top three. Um, I already see some Snyder people... Uh, I might actually get some comments on this video, maybe a bunch of L's from Snyder fans, including some people I like or friends with. <laughs> uh, great score. Epic score. Um, if uh, the two of the top three movies didn't exist, it would definitely be higher on the list. Uh, but their, their existence, I, I hope you all will, will understand. Um, this is coming from me uh, musically and musicologically. Is that a word? Probably not. So uh, be nice, Snyder people. You'll understand, hopefully. Um, it's a fantastic score. It's perfect for the movie. Um, the only reason it's number two on the list is because the three scores above it are the best of the best of the best, uh, in my opinion. This is all my opinion. Unlike Twitter people, I do not state things as fact. Um, this one was interesting. Best moment, I can spout it off. Um, but then I thought about it for a second and really... There were two tracks that are separate, but it's all one bit. And everyone knows the moment in the movie, so it's a tie. 
um, between is she with you and this is my world. Um, from the moment Wonder Woman enters the scene in the movie all the way until Superman sacrifices himself is some of the best movie music of the genre ever. Uh, I, I, I almost exclusively have to listen to those tracks together. Can't, can't be separate. When this is she with you ends, I expect to hear this is my world. So, you know, you, everything in the battle got hopeful, but in the end, it, it required the ultimate sacrifice. Great, great sequence there. Um, so that's where Batman v Superman lies on the list. And now for the moment, you've all fast-forwarded to, unless you were um, scanning and happened to see that Batman v Superman wasn't number one. Uh, number three of our top three, number three is... Batman. Not the Batman, but Batman. Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, Tim Burton, and music by Danny Elfman. Um, this, I wore this thing out and I still do. This is the, this is the score that really, I feel like this movie and this score really set the superhero genre forward. You know, you had Superman, uh, Superman 2, which was okay, and then Superman 3 and 4. 3 is hilarious. It's comedy. It's stupid. I love Richard Pryor. Don't, I will have no slander of Superman 3. Uh, Superman 4 did, is, did not exist. Um, boy, if WB was going to delete a movie, that would be the one. But yeah, this one said superheroes can be dark and serious. Now, mind you, it's over the top. It's gothic. It's dark. And this score fits perfectly. The score plus uh, Prince's music on the soundtrack album. I have both of these things on cassette tape. Wore them out. Soon as they came out on, soon as it came out on DVD, bought it on DVD. Soon as it came out on iTunes, bought it on I own this. I've spent probably more money on this soundtrack than anything else, uh, uh, short of Star Wars. Um, but yeah, the Danny Elfman. Um, this was the one I. You know, I didn't want to just be boring and pick the opening credits, although I will tell you I remember in the theater the opening credit sequence with people cheering and the music and the snare drums. It's the whole thing. Um, but musically, you know, put your headphones on and listen to Descent into Mystery. Uh, that's when uh, Batman takes Vicky Vale to the Batcave in the Batmobile. Um, and it has that choir and... I really feel like choir after this movie. Everyone's like, I want choir in my score now. Uh, I know some people would dispute that, bring up examples, but boy, do I remember the choir sticking out in this one. So yeah, number three, Batman, Danny Elfman. Uh, which brings us to number two. And I will tell you, I'm as surprised as anyone with this one, but you cannot have a list. I don't care. You cannot have a list without Superman. I mean, this was the movie that really took superheroes from being Saturday morning cartoons or um, kitschy 60s Batman show. And just, it's like, here's Superman. Here's Christopher Reeve and, and Gene Hackman and uh, Margot Kidder and all of these, these characters and music by John Williams. Um, I, I, I would actually 
say that you're not going to get a list from me that doesn't have John Williams on him. He is the undisputed king of film music. I mean, just look at his the number of Oscar nominations the man has. I think it's like more than anybody um, of anything. Um, but yeah, Superman. Um, 50 years, almost 50 years later, everyone knows this theme. I often hear how it's outdated, but here it is 50 years later. And everyone still knows it. They know it right up there with Star Wars, Riddles of the Lost Ark, because it's perfection. It's simple. It's a march, but you know it. It it still tells me that Superman, that 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 Christopher Reeve Superman, that that theme is him. Um, do I hear it working with Henry Cavill? No, no. Um, but you know. But the Superman in general, like if they're doing like a montage of like all the Superman, yeah, this is the theme. This is the original. It's like, I love the music in The Mandalorian. It's great in its own way, but it's not the theme to Star Wars. That, well, possibly the greatest movie theme of all time, arguably. Probably not to me, (laughs) arguable, but whatever. So there it is. It's Superman, number two. And now... The moment we've all been waiting for. My video is still recording, so I'm very excited to present you my number one. My number one movie. A superhero movie score. And actually one of my favorite scores, period, is Man of Steel. So there, Snyder fans, I got I got one. Actually, all three Snyder movies made this list. That should tell you something. Um but yeah, it's um, this has been my favorite superhero movie score since the movie came out. I didn't know it at the time. I would have gone back and said Batman back then, but the more I thought about it, over the, the more time passed, the more I realized that this is literal perfection. It creates this DC world, this, this very science fiction score mixed with, um, I believe he used a drum circle, um, lots of guitar and things and synthesizer the the famous synthesizer pad which i actually use in my music a lot i sneak it in there all the time i just push down different bunches of keys often um and the light motif sticks and i've even read a very wonderful um theoretical uh, analysis of a lot of the themes and how they're quite possibly based on on the Williams theme, and you should you should check that out. I'll let you Google that. It's um it's very like know your notation, you're good. Um, but yeah, there's not a dull moment in the score. Um, much like a Snyder film, you know, you can pause it, and every frame you pause on, almost unless you get caught in a dissolve or something, is is a photograph. And this scores the same way. There's no pieces where it's just like vamping. Everything is a, a musical construction, even if it's simple. Um. And of course, and and this is another one I would, this, if people ask me, what's my favorite superhero film score, I will say this without any hesitation. And the best moment I will say without any hesitation is the flight, flight, first flight. I still get chills whenever I hear this theme or watch the scene. I just love it. It's just perfection that, that, that Superman theme that's been building the whole movie, that Man of Steel theme, just all of a sudden it is fleshed out. Um, kind of like what, what Zimmer and Shore did in the in the Dark Knight trilogy, how you didn't really get a full Batman theme till the end of Batman Begins. And even then, um, 
I never really felt that the Dark Knight trilogy really had solid, like, melodic themes. It was more like soundscapes. And that's great. I love those movies, but they're, that's rather not in the top ten. But yes, Man of Steel. Um, Kal-El learns to fly. Uh, it also had the most beautiful posters and trailers. Great cast. So that's it. That is my top ten list. Um here at Composerscape. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, tell me what you think in the comments. Tell me your top 10. Tell me your top three. Anything. Um, and we'll be back next time.